Hi, everyone. I'm Barbara Beck, host of Welcome Home on Good Life 45. And you're listening to my good friends, Fritz, Mike, and Tina, right here on God Stories Radio, bringing hope, comfort, and encouragement to the world through the power of the Christian testimony. Keep listening for a big blessing from the Lord. Stories Radio. This is session 282. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. Hey, the gang's all here. Yes, we are all (laughs) on a stormy. Yes. Man, the thunder and the lightning is going on outside the studio. It's unbelievable. (laughs) I know. It's kind of scary out there. It is, but it's a good night to be in here and to be podcasting. It is. Yeah, it's nice to be indoors in weather like this. Well, you got that right. Robert Herman, welcome to the show, buddy. Welcome from the Taco Bell. (laughs) (laughs) Love it, man. Love that you tune in from work and uh, sending our love to everybody out out there to the Taco Bell. He's making it a Taco Thursday versus a Taco Tuesday. It is a Taco Thursday. That's right. Versus Tacos with Robert. Yeah, we might have to load up and take the show over there to Taco Bell. (laughs) Do a live remote. I'm sure they wouldn't mind. <laughs> Probably not. I wouldn't mind. Yeah, buddy. What is going on, Mikey? What's going on? <laughs> well, well, you kind of well, told everybody what was going on last week. I know. Well, the long-awaited, well, not a long, but it, it seemed like it. Awaited shot, the shot, was uh, taken care of on Tuesday. So, I pray that what it's supposed to do, it is doing as we speak. And this is not a COVID shot, right? No. Yeah, you no. might, for the folks that didn't hear, right? You might wanna. Yeah, uh, there is a there is a tumor. It's a neural endocrine tumor that's uh, was found inside, and this um, it's uh, a Samol Samol statin analog is basically the name of the shot. And it's supposed to encapsulate the the tumor, and uh, hopefully, so it will, so it wasn't won't grow anymore, and hopefully, shrink it in time. Amen. Well, we're praying for good results for that. You bet, mm-hmm. Mikey. Yes, they already have me after four shots, uh, going back to Moffitt to get a CT scan to so they can kind of see what's going on with it. That's good. That's good. So they can see that it's going down and going away. Mm. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. Proclaim De- it. Evidence. Claim it and name proclaim it. Jesus. it. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's right. Pastor Monica was on. We'd be shouting down. <laughs> right now. Yeah. yeah, that's for sure. We did have Pastor Devon though, that reached out and after I last know. week's show. And man, such I, a sweetie. I love them. And, uh, I hope that they're getting their podcast off the ground too. Uh, I, hope I haven't so heard too. from them. Yeah. But uh, I need to reach out. Yeah, we definitely need to find out how they're doing. You stuff. betcha. Speaking of how you're doing, how are you over there? <laughs> you weren't with us last week and, uh-huh. uh, and you are here this week. Right. If if she not her not being here last week, you could certainly tell that you she could was tell not big here. time. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
we were we just leave it to the guys we uh we we, fumble around we 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 got lost for words both of us (laughs) oh well uh, i'm sorry that i just didn't have the energy last week um work is tough sometimes um takes a lot and so uh even tonight i was working right up until the show as usual um and some some days I have the energy, and some days I just have uh-huh. nothing else to draw on. And you don't even have to do that drive back and forth either. I know. Imagine I know. that if you were at the office till nine and then had to drive home. Well, yeah. you did that for a long time. I did. I did. Yeah. yeah. Man, well, I'm doing great. I've uh, been crazy busy at the church. A lot of cool things going on. Tomorrow night, if you're in town around Claremont, come on out at uh, six o'clock. We're going to have a filming uh, slash concert outside in the bowl, weather permitting down there. And it's going to be great. We have a uh, two-time Grammy award winning and Emmy winner, uh, Steph Kars, is coming in to film the ending of a video that he has made and... I need to have him on the show so he can tell the story. It's really amazing how he ended up at our church. I mean, this guy is uh, pretty big time and he's, but he is down to earth and is nice. And I think if I had the accolades he did, I would be a little pompous. I mean, that's just me, but, (laughs) but this guy is uh, amazing. And um, he's coming in and he's actually going to use Aubrey for one of the parts because it, it deals with, uh, uh, sex uh, trafficking and drug and alcohol mm-hmm. abuse and all kinds of teenage abuse. And it's already shot. It's amazing. And then he was looking for an ending. And he had already had an ending in mind, spent a lot of money, was going to use a wrapper, and the wrapper was going to jump out of the wall. And and he had an artist actually paint the wrapper, and he was going to come through the wall, and it was great. And Wow, hope hope you guys are still there. That was a big burst of lightning and thunder. Everything seems to still be working. Okay, well, that's great. <laughs> but anyway, uh, the Lord spoke to him and said, you know, that's great, but that's not what I want. Okay. So the Lord gave him a vision of a stop sign and a stage that wasn't a stage. It was just flat. And there was a bunch of trees surrounding that stage and the hills where people could come down. Mm-hmm. So the school hired him to do a documentary, uh, WCA. And he's talking to our principal, Rob McHugh. And he was telling Rob this story. And Rob looks at him and he goes, have you seen our parking lot? And he says, no. So Rob takes him down there and he goes, oh my God, this is it. This is it. Because when you pull into to the other side of the Wesley Center, there's the stop sign. Right. And then we have a stage, which is flat. There's no riser. It, we call it a stage, but it's not. Surrounded by trees and hills coming in. Down. Right. And he said, this is what I saw. So that's long story short, that's yep. how he ended up at uh, FUMC. And we're happy to have him. And we're just hoping for much better weather than we're having right now. <laughs> Holy smokes. Uh, our TV monitor's just been out about three times there. So, yeah. And I heard a pop. In yeah. The there's been headphones. some popping. So, if you hear some popping and crackling out there, that's what it is. A lightning's pretty uh, fierce right now. So, 
Anyway, what do you guys want to talk about tonight? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> I was so excited to be here. Uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't think about what we were going to discuss. Um, but I did have a good Bible study this morning. So oh, yeah. The Bible study this morning was great. Yeah. Let me see. Well, it was talking about, um, you know, the scripture when it talks about, you know, that there's not going to be any more death or mourning or crying or pain mm-hmm. and that Jesus is going to wipe away all of our tears. And uh, I almost started playing it there. But um, just focusing on what's that going to be actually like, you know, where there's not going to be sorrows and pain. And I mean, I yearn for that day. Ooh, don't we all? You know, where I think he, I think he said that um, that a life on Earth is this is the airport. It is. This is not our home. We're just waiting to mm-hmm. board to go home. <clears throat> this is the airport. Kind of makes you think about the whole Catholic principle of purgatory and so forth, doesn't mm. it? Like, yeah, a Mikey room? could shed some light on that, can you? <laughs> well, that's that's what we were taught. You know that there is purgatory, and if you, if you're there, who knows how long you're going to be there? If somebody prays for you, and I mean, it's it's not it, right? I mean, you know, we're all put on this earth for a purpose. We are people with a purpose. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what it was also trying to allude to that we're not just, you know, we kind of lose our focus that the focus uh, is really about God's kingdom and living a kingdom lifestyle. Um, And we all tend to forget that quite a lot instead of living a kingdom lifestyle and looking towards helping others know Christ by modeling Christ and living Christ through our own lives, um, we get wrapped up in everything else. Yep, sure do. We get so concerned about our life. And and of course, you know, I believe that the Lord wants us to enjoy our life. Absolutely. He doesn't want us to be miserable. No. But I think if you are in his perfect will, you're not going to be miserable. You're going to be in the sweet spot because he's going to take care of everything. Right. You should be. But and he's also going to give you those opportunities that she was talking about. Right. Yeah. You bet. And if you use them or do you let them go by, that could be a different story. Mm. I don't, you know, I don't know if I 100% agree with you guys, and here's why. So he says, Jesus himself says, in this life, you will have trouble. And we know that Paul, super apostle Paul, had lots of trouble. Mm -hmm, That he he did. Been stoned and thrown in prison and almost drowned multiple times. And beaten, you know, whipped, flogged, you name it, he pretty much went through it. Um, And I don't, I can't think of a person or an apostle that was probably more within the will of God than him um, in, in that he was, he was taking the kingdom to people. He was walking it, talking it and living Mm -hmm. it um, and saying to them, wake up. Right. 
But don't forget too, it was, it also says in the Bible before that prophet went to uh, pray for Paul and get the scales off his, uh, his eyes. It says that I will show him how much he will have to suffer for my name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not if you will have trials, it's when. Yeah, and he sure did suffer. Mm-hmm. He suffered a lot, but he counted it all gain. Yes, he did. Yep. <laughs> to live as Christ and to die as gain, and whoever fears gain, you know. He said, I've got to stay here with you, knuckleheads. I'd, I'd rather <laughs> go home to be with the Lord, but got stuff to do. Yeah. And, you know, in that time too, he still found time to mentor Timothy. Mm-hmm. Um, that story is always really special to me because my oldest son's name is Timothy. And just like Timothy in the Bible, he was raised by his mother and his grandmother. Um, and the Lord took a long time to reveal that to me um, as to why he wanted my son named Timothy. I didn't know for probably about 14, 15 years. And uh, Paul took Timothy under his wing and was like a father to him. And he wanted to see him succeed. He was pouring into him. And what are we doing to pour into others? You know, how are we living our kingdom lives? Well, is it kingdom or is it worldly? Yeah. Yeah, true. It's easy to lose focus, I think, too. I think um, we all have that sort of ADD where we just sort of bounce from one thing to another and we lose focus and we forget what it's all about. And I think that's what quiet time with Christ is all about. It's to help recenter you and remember who your focus is and what your focus is. Because it's hard and I can understand why he wants us to refocus ourselves every single day because we're so spiritually um, what's the word? We're just so spiritually distracted. Mm-hmm. And there's so much that can just drive us off course and that we end up living in the flesh instead of living in the spirit. Mm-hmm. And Satan knows what'll take you off course. Yeah. Yeah. He's pretty much figured that out with ease. Mm-hmm. I want you to explain or expound a little bit on, on the reason why you um, disagree with the fact that, well, the statement that I made was uh, that I, I do believe that the Lord wants you to enjoy your life, but that fulfillment comes in many different ways. Mm-hmm. So how do you see that? I don't think our comfort is his priority. I agree. I yeah. agree with that a thousand percent. But I do think that the, he gives you comfort and he brings comfort in many different ways, even with Paul. Paul had was comforted in probably ways we can't imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so was... Uh, uh, Oh gosh. I just realized I was nodding my head and nobody on on the air can hear or can see me nod my head. I can't hear you nod your head. <laughs> I did. 
Oh, man. Well, Paul, you know, like you said, we could never know. But, you know, reading between the lines of the Bible, you know, when he was in these places, um, it says that someone came and and fulfilled his needs for him and stuff like that. That was probably a good part of what. I think Paul, you know, like like it says in the word, Paul learned the secret of living with plenty mm-hmm. and living Little. with nothing at all. Mm-hmm. He knew how to be happy in whatever circumstance. And I know for me personally, joy has been probably one of the hardest things I've struggled with is just feeling joyful and just being happy. and. I don't know why it's so difficult. I think it's just, I have to learn to change my perspective to view everything differently and to view things through the eyes of Christ rather than my own lens. Exactly. And it's hard because you're looking to the world to meet certain needs in your life. Mm -hmm. And it's going to disappoint you. And you're right smack dab in the world. So, you know, look at Joseph. Oh my gosh, you're not going to find a better example than that. Talk about having hope and getting it crushed time after time mm-hmm. after time. But when it was his time, he went from the prison to the palace in less than 24 hours yep. when it was his time. But imagine being in that prison, you know, and the, the cupbearer says, I got you. I'll take care of it. Yeah. How much longer was he in prison after that? Two years. Two years. And that's a long time. It is a long time, especially when you had that hope that he was you supposed to say exactly something. Exactly. Crushed. Mm-hmm. So I, I got to imagine that Joseph and Paul, which is a great example, two great examples, that the Lord had to comfort them and bring them joy in ways we'll never know mm-hmm. until we get there and we ask him. You know, it's uh, it's a great point. And I, I think about Job too and what Job oh, went through. Yeah, he was he was the next one on my list. Uh-huh. Talk about having every single thing taken away from you. I mean, all of his family, everything. Uh, for most of us, that is our everything. Oh, yeah, that's true. And I, I can't even imagine how Job got up every day because I don't even have a fraction of the things that Job had to endure to endure and I struggle. So, you know, it's You don't even have a bunch of friends giving you bad advice around a campfire. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. But he took glass and cut the bubbles or whatever was on him and I mean, the blisters and the yep. boils. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. The dogs would lick his wounds. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. I mean, that's like as about as pathetic as you can envision, right? Oh, yeah. Pretty much. You think about those three three guys in the Bible and then I'm like, what do I got to complain about? Yeah, you know? really. I don't have any problems. But did the, you guys hear, I, I'm sorry, this is a little bit off topic, but did you guys hear about the um, 
guy who was diving and he got swallowed by a whale? I did. Yes. I did hear about that. Massachusetts. <laughs> yeah, that it was. was. In Massachusetts? Yeah, Massa- yes. Massachusetts. Wow. Yeah. And he got spit up. Yep. Within, on the beach or something. Yeah, he Within said he 15, was. 15, 20 seconds. Yeah, he, I think he said 30, 40 seconds he was in the whale. Yeah. Wow. Just really wow. made me think about Jonah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't want to go to Nineveh. No, he didn't. But he got spit up right where he's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. In that, in that coincidence. Wow. So what's <laughs> what your a whale Nineveh? of a ride. What's your Nineveh? <laughs> likey, likey. Could be the title of tonight's podcast. What's your Nineveh? What's your Nineveh? Yeah. What are you trying to avoid? What are you trying to avoid? Everything. Anything that's got to do with violence or corruption or Well, tension, it's really what the Lord is. Conflict. What is the Lord leading you to that you're trying to avoid, right? He's going to lead me to everything I'm trying to avoid. <laughs> uh-huh. I have found that out. I just give up. Yep. Yeah. I hear you. It's not easy. It's not easy. It's not easy walking a godly walk. And nope. just like it says in the word, you know, the path off off course is nice and wide. You know, you've got plenty of room when you veer off of course. But when you're trying to stay true to what the Lord wants you to do and and you know, what you know is right um, by the Lord, it's a pretty narrow path. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you just think the Lord and the word is his light, right? And he is just like lighting the way far enough for you to see one foot in front of the other and no further than that. Mm-hmm. Amen. It's so hard sometimes. Ooh, don't you know Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Wow. That's why I'm so thankful for the word. I always uh, remember Mikey's, the first time I ever heard Mikey's testimony. And he said that uh, a habit formed. Mm. And he held up his Bible and he said, this is my habit. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, uh, we've all been through some pretty rough times, but I found myself, I would get in, get into the word and uh, hours would pass. Right. Mm-hmm. And you just be like, wow, okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's amazing. Then you can really dive in there and forget about what's going on. What's going on around you, absolutely. And it's really cool when the Spirit opens your eyes to the words mm-hmm. on the page. I mean, there's been verses I've read a million times until that one time, you know, I prayed first. Mm-hmm. And then I went, whoa. Mm-hmm. But I didn't see that coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure is living in that respect and that, like you said, you could read something a hundred times over and it means a different thing each and every time because of where you are in your mm-hmm. life and what he reveals to you or what he conceals from you. Yep. I know it's cliche, but we always say he can meet you where you are. He can talk to you through the TV, the radio, a podcast, the yeah. Bible. Yep. He will, he'll get to you. And like Mikey says during his testimony, he said, you know, I had that conversation with God where you can have this and you can have this and you can have, but I got this, mm-hmm. but you can have this, but he will squeeze you till he gets it all. Mm-hmm. He will. He'll squeeze that portion till he gets it all. 
Well, and I think it's uh, it's for our own benefit, right? It's uh, for our betterment, for our good, because we know the plans that he has for us are to uh, help us and to prosper us, not mm-hmm. to, you know, not to do evil against us or anything like that. It's yeah. just, it's hard. It's hard going through those times, but it's like watching a plant grow. Sometimes it has to be pruned, um, you know, and cut back in order to flourish. And that pruning hurts. Yes, it, it does. does. It, it hurts. Does. I mean, you, you look at, if you cut a branch from a bush or whatever else, it bleeds something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. And sometimes you're the seed and you're down in that soil and it's dark and it's lonely and you mm-hmm. can't see and you can't interpret anything and you can't figure out what's going on. Yeah, you don't know which way is up, right? When exactly. you're in the soil. When you're in the soil. It's sort of like not until you break out of the soil, you know, towards the light. You begin to grow. Mm-hmm. And what, what he's taking me through in these past few months, I mean, I see everything in a different perspective, sure. Unbelievable. Oh, I bet, Mike. Especially when I sit in, my, in the morning on the front porch having my coffee and praying and talking with him. Wow. Just the, looking out there and eyes wide open. It's a new form of thankfulness when you've experienced the Lord in, in that retrospect, when, you're, when you have met, potentially met your life's end mm-hmm. and the Lord spares you. Mm-hmm. And that's happened to me a couple times. Every day is a bonus for me. I always think that because your attitude is something that has always drawn me to you. Like you are such a positive person. You probably are the most positive person I ever met. Um, well, I appreciate that, babe. I have my days, but <laughs> we all we do. I tell you, when I woke up from the, my second heart surgery, my open heart surgery, I said, man, I'm supposed to be here. Yeah. What is my purpose? Mm-hmm. And every day was a bonus from that point. Mm-hmm. Every day was a bonus. It still is. And I try to enjoy every minute of it. And I try to find my purpose, my Paul, my Joseph in every day. Right. Yeah. I know that you have changed my life in a significant way um, because you're so very different from me. Um, And so it's interesting for me to just kind of sit back and watch you and watch your approach and see how you are with life in general. Um, because it's so different from my approach. Uh, but it's refreshing as well. Yeah, I am tend to be a peacemaker, a Barnabas. Okay. I was actually called that one time really? by one of the guys at Real Life. You're a Barnabas, an encourager. I thought, wow, okay. that's a compliment of all compliments. Absolutely. He well, really is a, an, an <coughs> encourager, though. Mm-hmm. He, he does his best to build everybody up. Amen to that. I don't want no critics. <laughs> uh. 
Man, I'll tell you what. Robert, you still with us? I I still see you up there. We've had a couple of lightning strikes. I don't know. Uh, is it busy at the Taco Bell tonight? Maybe Taco Bell could become a, a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> we'll blow them up. There we go. Robert, we love you, buddy. We'd love to have you on the show sometime. If you yeah, ever, I if, would think so. If yeah. you ever get a Thursday off, it would be great to have you. I did uh, talk to James, James Nunn, about coming on. So, uh, told me just bought a house, <laughs> a fixer upper project. Wow. Said, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll pray for your back. <laughs> so, well, man, it's good to be back. Yeah. It's good to have you back, babe. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It is. Great to be back. Makes Hopefully, a we'll, uh, we'll start to uh, have some guests now that uh, things are kind of slowing down a bit. It is summer and people are on vacation and they don't really want to commit to anything, but that's okay. Maybe we'll have some call-ins. and. Well, we definitely have one guest for sure because um, I had to reschedule him. So Troy Smith will be on the show. All right. Soon. So I will Troy sent us some books him. too. So yes. we're going to do a book giveaway. Yes, yes, yes. Because so. you want one. You really, really do. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. Well, you guys got any uh, final thoughts? Departing words? Do we? Oh, likes. Facebook likes. Wow. Sorry, Mikey. I totally uh, skipped over that. Uh, well, we want to say thank you to David and Samantha Garcia for liking us on Facebook. David and Samantha Garcia. Thank you. Thank Welcome you to very the much. GSR family. Yes. We love and appreciate you. Anybody else out there who has not liked the shed on Facebook, please do so. And you'll become part of the GSR family. Yep. We love Facebook because we can put out encouraging words and prayer requests. And I want to thank everybody that prayed for my daughter, Aubrey, and that it prayed for Mikey. Oh, yes. During mm-hmm. uh, everything that went on and listened to our podcast last week, you could kind of, uh, in fact, I entitled it Medical Mayhem. Yeah. You can uh, tell that we were off basically for basically what, what it was, but God is good and he uh, here we are. He here loves us are. despite us. Yeah. Here we are. What is your Nineveh? What is your Nineveh? What are you afraid of? Wow. That's wonderful. Well, thanks for hanging out with us. That about wraps up for session 282. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. God bless. God bless. God bless.